you have a sister. And he's like over there foaming at the mouth. And he's like, she's not your type. Like, please back off. Like, you're creeping me out. You're creeping me out right now. So. I, I think, I mean, this is not this show's problem. This is indicative of anime in general. <laughs> How's it going, guys? Welcome to the Better Less Said podcast, episode one. If you like the video, don't forget to like it and subscribe, and let's go ahead and get into it. All right, so it's Will here, and I'm with my good friend, Luke. Yes, and so we've got some interesting things to talk about. Luke has some very interesting opinions on Sword Art Online, and I guess anime in general. So we'll get to it, uh, but first, I just kind of wanted to talk about a story that happened uh, not that long ago. So our dishwasher ended up breaking, and we had this guy come in, and he was here fixing it. And he was here for a while, and he actually ended up using our bathroom, right? So when he goes to our bathroom, he sees that on the toilet seat, we have this fluffy seat cushion cover, right? (laughs) And he (laughs) – I haven't talked to the guy, so he was pretty like – I don't know. He got we we were comfortable talking, I guess, at that point. And he was like, "Man, you got this fuzzy seat cover on here. What's going on?" And he obviously assumed it was my wife's, but it just made me think: Why can't guys have nice things? You know? <laughs> Can we have some fluffy fluffy seat covers for our butts? Exactly. Exactly. So. Um, so whenever we first got our apartment um, in China and we were living together, then it was cold in the middle of winter and she was like, oh, we need to have something like we should get like some of these seat covers. And I'll be honest, at first I was not a big fan of it. I was like, why? Like, you just you just sit down and it's fine. It'll warm up. Right. Um, but after having it, it was really nice. It's changed your life. It did. It really did. So now, obviously, <laughs> We have them again, and now it was my idea. This time it was my idea. I was like, we need to get them because my butt is cold. So, I don't know. Have you noticed anything like that? The uh, cold on the toilet <laughs> seat? Yeah, of course. Of course. I, I, live, in, I live in Texas. It's, it's just hot all the time. <laughs> yeah. It's – it's not as so I'm in Kentucky and it's not as cold, uh, yeah. but we, we just kind of keep it cold. Well, it does snow. It's much hotter than uh, it's much colder than Houston for sure. So well, I, I say that, but I I do ke- I do like to keep my house really cold, like around seventy seventy two, um, mm-hmm. and or like all the way down to sixty eight at night sometimes. So yeah. So even though it's hot here, I mostly stay inside. So it's not just not too bad. Yeah, that's all you need to do. Just, just avoid it. Just crank the AC. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I kind of noticed the same thing. Like whenever we went shopping. So like, if you look at, like girls' shoes. They're like more fluffy, and like more comfortable, <laughs> in my opinion. Uh, but all the shoes that, like, are for guys, like, they're all kind of, like, leather. Especially, like, dress shoes, you know, like, for work or something. Yeah. Well, I I don't know. It's girl shoes, and, I mean, I'm not an expert at this, but <laughs> it's, 
they seem super uncomfortable to me because a lot of them either like contort your foot into something that uh. God never intended like <laughs> <laughs> or they're like flats where they have no support and so it seems to me like it's all just the exercise in aesthetic but not really comfort because if you ever see girls at a wedding or like anywhere they're like wearing dress shoes what are they doing mm-hmm. they're taking them all off right yeah yeah because they hurt they're not comfortable so as soon as they can but I, it seems like guy shoes have a lot more support um but they look like crap right like we, we wear yeah. ten, we wear tennis shoes they're just these like mickey mouse feet things <laughs> yes but but at least like we don't like yeah like they don't hurt after a while but yeah dress shoes yeah. dress shoes suck sometimes <laughs> Yeah, no, that's a really good point. That's a good point. I forgot about that. Like, uh, seems like all girls have like an extra pair of shoes that are comfortable, just for that reason. But even the comfortable shoes sometimes they're like just flats or something, or they're like yeah. they're comfortable in a way because they're not like they're not high heels. They're like, oh, yeah. I have my extra flats, but the, even the flats have no support, and they end up just hurting their feet later. Mm-hmm. But yeah, why do they do that? I guess heard, they're just trying to give their toes some breathing heard, room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. Maybe we should start wearing girl shoes. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about that either. I don't, <laughs> I don't think I could do it. I don't think, it, I, don't think said, I can pull it off. You said the same thing about the fluffy uh, toilet seat covers. <laughs> I'll try it out, let you know. <laughs> Okay. So, I am interested to hear your opinion. Um, so, just to kind of set it up so everybody knows what we're talking about. Yeah. So, Sword Art Online is this show that takes, it's an anime that takes place in an MMORPG. Uh, so, think like World of Warcraft or something. Actually, if you don't know what an MMORPG, you're not going to know what War- World of Warcraft is. So, <laughs> I don't know how to explain that. But pretty much, they're stuck inside this game and... They are trying to get out because their whole body is pretty... They put on this helmet, right? And it transported them into this game. And they're unable to take the helmet off. So all these people get transported to hospitals and things like that, right? Well, the women are kind of treated in a little... Treated oddly. And I think this is kind of just in general for anime, but... Yeah, I'll just I'll let you take over from here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're saying, they're hooked up to a virtual reality headset, which they control with their mind because of science, I guess. Um, science. And and to the show's benefit, this is one of those shows that is very. Like, the idea of the show is more interesting than the actual application. Like it's mm-hmm. it's a really cool concept, right? Like you, like we're getting our technology is moving forward. We're getting to a point where we can do okay. virtual reality headsets, and we're coming out with these uh, kind of odd, weird, like kind of awkward controllers. But like, what if like it could connect to your mind, and your mind could make all the movements? Well, this show kind of posits the double-edged sword of well, what if the game could kind of hijack your mind 
and uh, you know make you play this game or or else, right? So if these people die in this game, they die in real life because the headset uh, basically sends giant microwaves through their brain and fries it. So if they die or if someone tries to take off their headset without them, you know, completing this game, then they're dead. So it's kind of yeah. a dark, dark show. It's an interesting theme. Um, it's not the first show that's done this. And actually, a show that's really close to my heart, <laughs> I grew up, <laughs> a, I grew up on is a uh, game called Dot Hack Sign. Um, Dot Hack Sign. Yeah. Period hack slash slash sign. Um, and it's it was kind of this the same concept, but instead of you know the whole everyone who's playing this game, it was just one person. Like, and it was it was a very cerebral show. There wasn't a lot of action. It kind of focused on, you know, what would happen if you were trapped in a game? How would you deal with that on an existential level? How would you deal with other people? Would you go into a depression? Stuff like that. Um, and so I, I love that show growing up. And uh, and maybe, who, who, who knows, like maybe I'll go back and watch it one of these days and find out uh, nostalgia is better than the actual content, but <laughs> I came into this show thinking, okay, this is a similar concept. I have these expectations. I have, I have these biases. Um, so I, and I watched this show maybe, gosh, I can't say like, maybe like four or five years ago. I watched it as English dub with my wife and we watched the first arc. Um, so, so yeah, so Sword Art Online, the first season, is uh, separated into these two arcs. There's one uh, with the initial game, Sword Art Online, where they're trapped. Everyone's trapped on fear of death. And the main point of the game is you have to beat 100 levels, and after every level, there's a boss. So once you kill the boss, you go to the next level. You have to do this 100 times. It's very hard, and people die. And then there's a second arc of another game, which we can get into later. But after the first arc, I, I pretty much stopped. And I, I thought to myself, <laughs> you know, I can't deal with this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. It, it was hard enough getting through the first arc for me. Just because, like, I had these expectations and it was not living up to it. Um, mm. And so I... Me and me and Will recently watched both arcs all the way through. I watched it sub this time because I'm kind of a fan of sub these days. Um, I guess before we get into it, Will, what was what was your impression? I know you watched it before all the way through. Does, yeah. Was it was it better than you remembered? Was it worse than you remembered? How how were you feeling when you first watched the show? So when I first watched it, I kind of felt the same way that you did. Like, pretty much, this is a really cool idea, you know? Like, all right, so these people are now stuck in the game, and if they die in the game, they die in real life. But not like that cheesy movie that came out not that long ago. Well, probably like 10 years ago. I don't know. <laughs> but pretty much, I really like the idea. And after watching the show, I think my love for the idea kind of carried me through, especially that second arc. That second arc was painful. 
both times <laughs> I've watched it. Uh, <laughs> but, um, but now I think I understand why it was painful. I thought it was painful because I just didn't like the fairy thing. Um, but, um, yeah. The people in the game are kind of odd. But I don't think they're... Uh, I don't think they're super, like, um, unrealistic. So... When I watched the show the first time, and I guess we should maybe just kind of go through it, like maybe just talk about the first arc. Yeah, yeah. I was kind of looking at it through the lens, um, or like at least this time, through the lens of how are like women treated, and some of these guys are really creepy. <laughs> <laughs> but I've kind of noticed that this is true, because I have a lot of friends that play um, Monster Hunter with me that are girls, and... I had one friend, she had to, like, change her photo on her Discord because people were just being super creepy. And I don't I, – if this was to happen, I could see this actually going on. So an example of this. In the first episode, um, Kirito, our main character, ends up meeting this other guy, and I forgot his name. But he's a recurring character. I just forgot his name. Was it But pretty much – or? Yeah, I think it was Klein, because he had, like, the, the goatee and the headband. The headband, yeah. I think it's Klein, yeah. Yeah, so they get there, and I don't know if this was before. Actually, I think it was before they found out that they're kind of stuck in the game. Kiti goes, oh, so I have, a, I have a sister. Don't know how they got on this topic, but it was a very, like, natural progression of conversation. And then Klein just changes it, and he's like, <laughs> you have a sister and he's like over there foaming at the mouth and he's like she's not your type like please back off like you're creeping me out you're creeping me out right now so i i think i mean this is not this show's problem this is indicative at, at of anime in general <laughs> like Mm-hmm. And I, I guess what, when I watched the show again, what really set the tone for me is the first, the first episode, where they kind of inter- are introducing this concept. Um, like they go and like show this news segment of all these people waiting in line for this huge new virtual reality, massively multiplayer online game, which is the what they call the VR MMO. MMO. And so it's like these people waited two days in line to get this copy. And I kind of laughed because I'm like, you know, why don't they just download it? Like maybe this came out a while <laughs> That's ago. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why are you waiting in line f- for an online, like an online game? Just do a subscription. Why are there li- – and why are there limited copies? Like can their server, yeah. can their server not handle everything? Maybe, maybe, maybe that is true with a VR MMO. Like, you can only ha- handle so many people at a given time. But anyways, uh, the reporter says, these people waited in line for two days. It's like, how, how, how crazy? Or is that just what a true gamer would do? And then you pan to mm. Kirito, who's already in his house. He already has the game. And to me, it kind of, like, set the tone. Like, the implication being, you know, like, 
only true gamers like this is what true gamers would do and Kirito is the truest quote-unquote gamer of them all mm -hmm. and you kind of learn through exposition that he was a beta tester and he played it and maybe that's probably why he has it before all these other people um, but this show and anime in general has a problem with this of making a main character who I guess doesn't have a really complex personality but every girl this character meets is just all over him mm -hmm. like it doesn't mm -hmm. matter who like it doesn't matter why like like you could she could he could like show up and like save this girl from a wolf and then she'd be like oh <laughs> let's like please sleep with me like let me like come home with me like i'll cook you stuff it's like okay mm -hmm. like it's not very dynamic but you can see the appeal right a lot of these probably a lot of these this anime comes from like like what is it Sh uh shonen which is like for like oh yeah teen 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 boys like you're trying to make this show titillating you're trying to make it appeal to have you know sex appeal i mean which is not really an anime thing it's a kind of an everything thing sex yeah sells. advertising yeah, yeah advertising but you're really trying to appeal to the these like teenage boys basis desires which is like you know to have girls like fawn over them basically they don't have to exert any effort um, mm -hmm. you're just a freaking badass and then you just attract all these girls yeah so but, I mean, so you're telling me this isn't how it works <laughs> like i don't just have to like help help a girl once and then <laughs> she falls in love with me i mean you <laughs> You laugh, but this is this is like every scene of this show. Yeah. Every yeah. character. And to the point, and we're going to talk about it, because it's the most referenced with this show, to the point where even his sister yeah. oh. is attracted to him for, I mean, no discernible reason. Um but we'll get to that. Um, <laughs> so yeah. Kirito is basically the best gamer. He was the best person in the beta test. Um, <laughs> the mo one of the most cringy things to me about this sh show, excuse me, is that um, they come up with a term for people like the main yeah. character. <laughs> and it's just so funny. And I watched it in the English dub. And I just couldn't believe they did this. And I'm like, okay, maybe I'll watch it on the subtitle. And they they still did it. They they call him a beater. <laughs> yeah, when I heard that too, like I even like wrote that down. I was like, maybe that was like not the best term that they should have had. <laughs> I was like that the the term beater is is salacious at best, you know, <laughs> like that that shouldn't have been the word. <laughs> And maybe this was just like the, I mean, Japanese anime culture is kind of obsessed sometimes with English words. And they like to add them in mm -hmm. very odd ways, like just for show name. Like, yeah, fate grand order. I don't know. Anyways, uh, but yeah, like beater. It was, it's kind of a portmanteau of cheater and beta tester. So beater. 
and the point is that like I guess beta beta testers were looked down upon because people were real people were dying and these people were going and doing like all the best quests and doing all the best things and so there was like a, a lot of ire for beta testers so they -hmm. called him a beater so i actually want to i want to stop you there so in every mmo rpg i've played before um like the quest isn't just available once so that that part didn't make any sense to me whenever they were talking about that they're like oh man they like cleared all of the easy mobs right they did all of the quest and i'm like the quest givers an NPC, like they're just gonna keep giving you the same quest. Like, I was very surprised about that. Um, I I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what they were going for that. I mean, there certainly is a certain sense of scarcity with MMOs. Like, like in WoW, like there's gonna be like like world bosses that you can only appear once in a while, and it's yeah. gonna take a little bit of time for th- like you know mobs to respawn. So if someone's doing all the quests, then it's going to be – it's just going to take longer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, like, I just – like, I guess you got to – I don't know. I would put myself in the shoes of these people who literally think they're going to die. Like, there's no rush, right? I wouldn't yeah. be rushing into any of these areas and saying, like, oh, you know, I need to get – I need to get all these quests, uh, quests as soon as possible. Those beta testers, they can be the first. Like, let them go. Like, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna be the ones that are risking. Uh, well, I guess when I think about it, uh, they were taking the no risk, high reward, easier mobs. I think, and mm-hmm. so le- leaving like the higher quests, the more difficult quest, for like groups of people or something. But anyways. Yeah, 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 I'm not. That I'm makes not sense. Sure. That makes sense. Um. So. So just kind of continuing with Kirito's like personality, he basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the coolest fight is like the first boss they meet, which is this giant kind of lizard. Um, and this game actually reminds me a lot of Monster Hunter. Mm-hmm. Um, in the fact that like there's no magic; it's all just like sword skills, dodging, blocking, um, and techniques. Mm-hmm. And so it was, it was, it's kind of interesting, like, like you were saying earlier, the, the fantasy, the idea of this um, is actually pretty cool when you kind of get immersed into it. Like you think about like what if like we could use a VR game, go into MMO, play Monster Hunter with like thousands of people, and like, you know, have like a raid team, like, defeating these bosses yeah um what the show kind of does is like the writing of it basically keeps knocking you out of that immersion factor um yeah uh, what do you mean what do you mean by that like so like kind of like breaking the fourth wall not necessarily i would just say like like either I would just say it's just like the general writing like of the show. It's it like you want you want like this is a show actually like that's beloved by many people. A lot of people mm-hmm. like the show. And I mean, 
to a certain extent, their opinions valid because you know this show the show is successful in making like uh, their fantasy come to life. Like they are really invested in this show, they watch it, and generally they have a good time. I I've talked to a lot mm. of people who watch this show. They come out and like, oh yeah, that show's great, and you. I mean, you can't really argue with that, like, mm-hmm. um, but for me, like, you know, the weirdness with, like, how they treat women as basically just kind of, like, a an accessory to the main character, like, kind of the lack of character development. I mean, the first arc is so fast. Yeah. And, <laughs> like, it, and the second one's so slow. <laughs> I mean, even the second arc is super fast. It was only like, it was only ten episodes when the first arc I think was like fourteen or something. Oh yeah, that's true. That is true. Um, and and I mean, I guess when I was first watching the show, I was going through. I was thinking like, okay, a hundred floors. This is gonna be like I'm gonna s- sit here. Like this is gonna be a long kind of like odyssey. Like there's gonna be struggle. There's gonna be like character development but there wasn't mm-hmm. really it it was more of a procedural show like um it would go from like you know situation to situation like kirito would join a guild um he would party up with someone they might die or um they might deal with um you know player killers mm-hmm. re- real players killing other real players Basically, yeah. murderers. Murderers, yeah, that's what I was saying. These people are actually murdering other people. <laughs> Which is the most, I think, is the most interesting part the show gets to, is that more like, how would people behave if they were in this game? You'd like to think people would come together and, uh, you know, like, for the, for the good of everyone. But mm-hmm. as we've seen with this kind of COVID shutdown, may, maybe that wouldn't happen. That's not very realistic. Yeah, I actually, I absolutely do believe this situation happened. There would be people murdering other people, and there. Oh, for sure. Even in the show, it was funny because there was a person, like who was murdering other people, kind of saying, "You know, like, you don't really know you're gonna die." Yeah, I'm like, and I was thinking, I'm like, you would be disconnected already. You would be out of this game. It's been like a year. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a reason why you haven't been logged out forcibly because you're gonna die. Yeah. So, also, like, whenever I, I got to the point and they were like, oh, we've been in this game for two years, I was like, I don't know about you, but I'm pretty sure they would have pulled the plug at that point, at some point. Like, <laughs> two years in a hospital bed, at least here in America, like, that's a fortune. You know what I mean? Like, that's... Yeah. No wonder that company goes bankrupt at the end, you know? Like... <laughs> oh, yeah, damages. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, it's like, uh, yeah. I mean, how do they know anything's happening? Yeah, these these people are just transferred to hospital beds for three years. People on the outside are just like, I don't know. Yeah. No, no one did anything to like hack the game or. That's an interesting part of like Sword Art, uh, not Sword Art, but Dot Hack Sign is. Uh, actually, the show takes part basically in the outworld, like the real world and the virtual world where people in the mm. real world are kind of investigating like they're trying to get to the bottom of it but you don't really see that perspective in this show which is kind of sad yeah. because 
Yeah, like what? What is? What are these people doing outside? They're just kind of just like, oh well. Hopefully they wake up. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so speaking of, we'll have to watch that at some point. Um, maybe for the podcast, maybe not. But yeah. I remember that you you talked to me about Dot Heck Sign like years ago, and I still haven't watched it. So <laughs> I'm it's, gonna have to watch it. Yeah, it's so good. At least I I think. Hopefully, hopefully it's still good. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully I don't go back and watch it and say, oh, this wasn't as good as I thought it was. I did watch yeah. it when I was – I think I watched it as a teenager and then in college. Um, mm-hmm. but, but, yeah. Thanks for sure. telling me about it in college. Or university yeah. for, for our European audience. Uni. Uni. <laughs> for uni. Yeah, uni. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it seems like a lot of what – Maybe like your, your gripes with it are because you have .hack sign to compare it to, um, but since this was the first kind of like uh, example of this type of thing where you're, you're trapped in the game, I I actually really enjoyed it. Even the second time watching it, I really enjoyed it. But I definitely there are lots of really cringy parts that just stick out to me, and I was like, man, this is super awkward. Um, yeah, also, lay him on me, lay him on me. <laughs> yeah, so you were talking about how a lot of the girls, like, they just fall in love with him, like, immediately, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It also seems like every girl was was incompetent, was extremely <laughs> incompetent. Like, so after fighting the first raid boss, there is um, uh, Kirito and Asuna. Asuna? Yeah. Whatever, right? right? And they end up partying up together, and so when you're in a party, you can see each other's names and health bars, right? So if someone needs help, you heal them. If they don't, you don't, right? Like, you can buff them. You can see what's going on with them. But at the end of the raid boss, she asks him, she's like, hey, you said my name. How'd you know my name? And it's, he's just like, it's right there. <laughs> it's like, you didn't see the thing just, like, pop up? And... I think it's kind of like insulting because I know plenty of girl gamers that are just fantastic at every game, you know, like uh, take Monster Hunter World, for example. It's not a, a PvP game, but the best person I've ever played with, she was a girl. And yeah, like I got carried like I, I'm pretty good and I got carried hard carried was completely OK with it. She did all the work. Um, but like whenever you see people like this, it's like, oh, so you're just reinforcing that stereotype that, that girls are like terrible gamers, right? Well, it's Um, interesting that, yeah, you're right. Like all of the gamer, all the girl gamers really weren't good with exception to, uh, Asuna in the fact that she, she was a really good swords person. Yeah. So like later on, she ends up getting pretty good. Well, I think even she was she was even pretty good at that first battle, um, mm-hmm. like, yeah, and like like you were saying, she ends up becoming like a really high tier character, she apparently touted as, as the most fastest reflex. Uh, uh, they say the most fastest and the most accurate, which I I don't know what that means. She she does a lot of pokes with her sword. I but I, I did notice to your point that like every time they would meet a girl character they would give some generalization. 
It's like, oh, yeah. t- take care of Asuna. She always gets like she always messes up in in some mm-hmm. generic way. Yeah. And I'm there like, was also, yeah. No, sorry. Yeah. No, no, you got it. I didn't mean to cut you off, but uh, I I saw something kind of similar. Um, like so I when I made these notes, I still have like the episode things, but like there was this one point where this. Uh, there was this girl, and she was in the front line. So she was going to be, I guess, like one of the main attackers, right? And she had apparently switched roles. Apparently she was doing something in the back, and she was not doing a good job with the front lines. And they were like, oh, you can, you should use sword and shield because you because ne- she needs a shield because she's just that terrible. Um, I don't know. I, yeah, I yeah. just thought it was annoying. Well, it was so interesting. It's like, obviously, I mean, no matter if she was a guy or the girl, certainly there was bad guy characters, too. Mm-hmm. But, like, why are they pressuring her to fight in the front line? She obviously, like, I remember that episode. She wasn't, she doesn't, wasn't, like, a huge gamer, I think. Like, yeah. I think she was just there with her friends, and they wanted yeah. her to be with her. Like, why are you pressuring her, like, to to fight like she's just gonna die yeah and she and see yeah i think that's worse because if she dies that means you have one less party member right she could have been doing something else she could have been like in the back with magic or somewhere that she felt more comfortable and just kind of rearrange them in like a a more like i don't know systematic way because if you die you die right it's not like oh i have like this learning curve you know oh I'll die a couple of times and I'll figure it out. It's like, you die once, you're done. I would want to keep my friends on my team, you know, so. Yeah, and that episode is um, is kind of, like, meant for character development for Kirito because he joins a guild and he doesn't tell them that he's actually really good. And somehow that gives them the confidence to be really arrogant and and basically go out and do whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't know how that works. They basically, like, when he says things, they don't listen to him because they don't think he's, like... I mean, they, they kind of generally know he's good, but, like, they don't know the extent of his power, and they all end up dying because they go into a trap, and Kirito is like, no! And, like, they get trapped in this kind of, like, you know, secret treasure chest room, and he ends up you know, blaming himself and basically kind of further puts this lone wolf persona on him where he's like, oh, I don't, I don't party up with people because, like, I've, I've seen too much stuff. Like, I, I won't, like, let anyone die because of me anymore. But mm-hmm. really, these people were overconfident. They killed themselves. They were, like, yeah. laughing and they're like, oh, we can do anything. Like, and then they open a secret door that none of them have seen before. They're like, oh, <laughs> I see a treasure chest. This, this should be fine. Like, uh, like to me, yeah. I mean, they, they're just dumb. Like, I, I don't understand <laughs> why they would do that and why they would pressure her to – I think she even says, like, I didn't want to leave the town of beginnings, but, you know, like, I felt guilty. And I'm like, no, it's okay. Like, you don't need to yeah. go and, like – die just to you know be character development for the main character like just stay in the town of beginnings like it'll, it'll be fine yeah other people will will clear the game for you yeah no i agree i completely agree 
like in the end, like they ended up, ha- uh, or like in the later episodes of I guess the first arc, there was a lady that just ran an, an orphanage, right? Yeah. For the kids that were trapped in the game, it's like just do something like that. Like you can find something else that you would enjoy. Yeah. Um, but, but you're right. It does seem like they they did those kind of things just really for girls. I mean, I'm sure there was guys mm-hmm. who'd never played games before too, or who were just yeah. bad. Certainly, a lot of people died in the show. That probably oh, yeah. shouldn't have. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the next thing I wanted to talk about, which was kind of weird, was like the sexualization. But I don't think this is unique to the show. I think it's like no. an anime thing. And, and it's one of those things where it's like, I, <laughs> I like, there's some really good anime out there, but there's so much garbage that it's like, makes me feel uncomfortable to watch it. Yeah. With other people, at least. I think this yeah. is like, I, I, I don't find, consider myself an expert in anime. Like, I haven't, you know, watched all of the classic ones. I don't know the history. Like, I haven't seen everything. Mostly mm-hmm. because you haven't, you haven't read the manga. No, I, 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 I do read some webtoons, but like, yeah, I, I'm not like a super fan, and I think this is where we will diverge most from, you know, the majority of like hardcore anime fans who, this is their culture, this is what they identify with, they, mm-hmm. you know, they go full cringe on like, you know, the waifus, the full body pillows. Um, just the things like I remember in college, um, when we were in like an esports club, mm-hmm. um, like there were people with, you know, like women, like like busts of like women's boobs as a mouse pad, <laughs> like, and I remember they would bring that yeah. to me, and I I just felt bad for like, you know, real women who would come to those things and see that, mm-hmm, how, mm-hmm. how uncomfortable, how uncomfortable would you have to be, uh, have, would you have been in that situation? I, I can't really even imagine. Yeah, same, same. But, but you're right, like, anime in general, they, um, I mean, they personify, or they objectify women in a sense that, like, in a real sense that the women are the objects for the main characters and for really the viewer it's titillating i think it the same thing it goes back to these kind of like these uh you know these these uh this manga that's uh marketed to you know young boys uh you know teenagers they're really trying to get an audience and people have really bought into that Mm-hmm. But I, and I see what you're saying. Like, I, I think that makes sense. But, like, I think it's kind of, like, too much sometimes, you know? Like, I I don't know. I don't understand oh, a lot of it. But I, 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 I guess I can yeah. see for some parts. But, yeah, I don't know. That's not what, you, I mean, that's not what you're advocating for. But I just kind of wanted to say, like, a couple things, like, in the second arc especially, right? So... The first arc, there was some weird stuff. There was some weird, like, table shots, some weird table angle shots, you know, where, like, the, <laughs> the girl's butt in the, is, in the, <laughs> is in the foreground. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, my gosh, can they, not, can they stop doing this? They did that multiple times. And I was just. Yeah. And, 
but all of these yeah. are underage women too. Like, uh, see, they're they're girls. They're, they're little. They're children. Yes, yes, they're children. Like, and I think that could be a full topic for another day. Oh my God. But that's that's where I draw the line. So, like, um, do you remember how there was that one player killer who ended up? Uh, so she was picking on this younger girl who had like this like dragon. Yeah, yeah. And she got the dragon killed, right? Yep. If it was her, she's older, I would feel less uncomfortable. I would still be uncomfortable. It'd be less uncomfortable because at least the animated person is not like <laughs> 12, you know? Yeah. But like it's all the children and I'm just like, can they stop doing this? Um, well, yeah, and even like the craziest part, and like we referenced earlier, his 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 sister, which you later find out is his cousin. But I mean, newsflash, yeah. newsflash, Japan. That doesn't make it better. That's it doesn't. It's still your family, <laughs> and this is this is not even just like anime. This is like comic books. This is any mm-hmm. fantasy story, where like I mean, like Flash. He grows. He grows up with his, what like adoptive sister. Like he's adopted into this family, and he falls in love with his sister. That's your. That's your sister. Like you grew yeah. up with this person. It doesn't matter if they're related, by, even blood or not. Like, mm-hmm. I I don't know how else to say. Like you shouldn't be, like, having sex with your family members. Like it just. Yeah. I think from our perspective, like. This is a no-brainer, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. and I saw people. I saw people comment on this one of these episodes where, like, basically his cousin professes her love to him, and people were, you know, defending like incest. You're like, oh, it's not that bad. This is, this is Japanese no. culture, which no, no, no. <laughs> like they're like it's oh. it's it's not preferable, but it's not sick. It's like. I mean, this is a very real problem, I think, in, I don't know, in anime, in porn. The, the, yeah. The, what is, I get this freaking, like, um, things on Facebook where, like, it's like stepbrother, like, yeah. Like, smut, smut manga or something. Um, I don't get it. Like, there's actually a really funny parody video called like stepbrother where these guys are like stepbrother <laughs> um, <laughs> it's funny this is good vi- audio podcast but go check it out <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just take my word for it uh, when I it's funny. when I when I reference it this is great um, I'll yeah. check it out after <laughs> but yeah I, I might try to link a little bit of it um, for our viewers so they can see it. Oh, sweet. Uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Make sure you don't get a strike. But <laughs> yeah. But um, I ended up talking to my uh, my wife about it, and because I was like, I have, excuse me, I have two sisters, and I have never felt that way. And I was like, Have you ever felt that way about your brother? And she's like, Of course not. Why would you even ask me that question? Like you said, it's a no brainer. We're not weirdos, you know. We don't have like some sort of like. I don't know. There must be some like psych- psychological reason of why that's happening. <laughs> I I don't know. I, I I I have a theory that you know. I think for the viewer, maybe 
maybe that situation and just kind of like getting away from the emotion of it all. Maybe for that viewer, it's it's like an easy situation. Like they, I don't know. It's just something familiar. They don't have to. It's not like I'm going out to like a girl in my own grade at my high school and I'm, I'm asking her out. I'm facing rejection. I'm putting myself out there. Mm-hmm. Maybe like your own family members are somehow like, like you're already friends with them, like you're very comfortable with them, and then like there's kind of this jump to kind of like sexualize. I don't know because you're horny, but like yeah. I mean I'm, it's 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 ridiculous, but obviously it it it's like in the minds of a lot of people because this is n- this is not unpopular for a lot of you know anime people probably for a lot of people who watch you know I don't know hentai porn read manga Um, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so but there's there's something there psychologically I think you're right I it's something that you need to get therapy man like (laughs) yeah I agree this is this is something that like you need to deal with um, rather than, you know, kind of, like, feed with all this, you know, you know, extra material, um, in my opinion, I don't know, um, yeah, but what I was, like, what I was getting to is his, his cousin, they show, like, a full shower scene when she's, like, basically, (laughs) she's basically pining for him, she's, like, fully nude, except for, obviously, you you can't see any body parts, because it's not, it's not like a TV MA show. At least I don't think it is. I don't yeah. know. Um, I don't know. Um, we should probably wrap it up. But yeah. So last point, I guess. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. But I. I agree. Yeah. So the shower. I mean, yeah. The shower. It's, this is. He's sixteen in the show, and I don't know if he's. He said he's been in the game for ten year, two years. So mm-hmm, I don't know mm-hmm. if he's eighteen by the end of it. But this girl is definitely like. You know, a, no. ch- a child. She's like in middle school or something, right? Yeah. So, because at the end they end up saying it, because uh, Asuna, like whenever they actually get her to wake up, she says, "I'm 17," and he, and he says, "I'm 16." Oh so, shit! He's 16 at, at this the end time. Of it. Oh no! At the end, at the time, he was even younger. Oh no! That means she's like 12. Yeah. And or, she, yeah. I mean, that's this. That's a really big part of the second arc is his sister's, you know, attraction to him. She finds out that he's this in-game character that she's been playing with. And yeah. she's like, I, I betrayed my love for you. I thought I was falling in love with your avatar, but it turned out to be you instead. It's not fair. And he just kind of, like, doesn't know what to do. He's like, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. This is awkward. But it it was, yeah. <laughs> it was it was awkward for all of us, honestly. Yeah. It was I I just don't understand like yeah. the purpose, why they had to introduce that kind of dynamic, like just have like you can have like a girl character who's a friend. It doesn't have mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be sexual, right? I think. Yeah. We're probably I don't know. Hopefully, in the future, we're gonna see a lot more. Uh, like more character development on women's parts in anime where you're like like 
it's not just focused all on the main character. It's not all sexual. Sometimes it's just a friendship. Sometimes it's just, you know, they're an actual character, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any final thoughts? So I guess final thoughts, I definitely agree with you. Like, uh, nothing really else that was super different. Um, like, uh, towards the end of, like, the second arc, it, for example, it got kind of, it got worse. It just got worse, like, in every possible way for me. Um, yeah. Like, that um, Asuna was in a coma, but that guy was still going to marry her? Was that oh, what was yeah. happening? Yeah, so he, at the end, when Kirito gets transported out of Sword Art Online after killing the uh, final boss, the maker of the game. Mm-hmm. She does not get woken up with about 300 other people, which is the premise for the next season. They get transported into a new game with elves. It's called Alfheim. It's like el- like elves and magic and pixies. Um, and this is literally where I stopped watching the first time when <laughs> this guy comes up to her coma and says, I'm going to marry this person in a week and in front of Kirito's face and says, there's nothing you can do to stop me and basically just goes full evil. Like, I'm just depraved. Like, I'm just going to marry this girl because I can and her parents are okay with it. It's just the most yeah. absurd. And when I was thinking about this, I was thinking about the word contrived. You know, you ever, like like know a word but don't the, don't know it's like actual meaning but you know what it means in context right you've heard it yeah. a lot in context so you know when to use it mm-hmm. i had to i had to look up the definition which is you know let me let me look it up again because contrived it's deliberately created rather than arising naturally or spontaneously and to me this describes this show like mm-hmm. every villain is very uncomplex they're just you know they're just evil they're either crazily evil they're cowardice um or they're pervert or they're perverted like mm-hmm. and there's no like there's no complexity to them they're just absurdly evil and this was this was this for me like n- in no situation would this happen would i be able to marry a girl in a coma. Yeah. So I actually had to look this up because I was very concerned about it, um, by it. But from what I've seen is the only way that that's possible is if you've already like pretty much started the paperwork before you went into the coma. Mm. Um, I'm not sure if there are any lawyers out there that could fact check me on that, but that was all I was able to see. Um, and I hope, that is the case, because if you've already started the paperwork and then something happens medically, right, and you go into a coma, that's one thing. But you can't actually consent if you are in a coma. So that doesn't make any... I, I hope it's not possible, at least this, here. No, yeah. I hope it's not possible anywhere. I don't <laughs> that, that sounds was wrong. A, this was... You could just tell. I mean, this was a vehicle to propel the show to the next arc. Yeah. There's no, there was no logical, natural reason that this happened, other than you know, 
we want to introduce a new villain who would just do something crazy Mm -hmm. and kind of like invoke your the audience's ire yeah um and in a sense it works because it's like how i mean there's just no empathy for this person please kill him yeah but exactly in other sense it's it, it like i was saying in the beginning it takes you out of this immersion like mm-hmm. if something's that absurd, you start thinking like someone, like someone obviously wrote this for this purpose. This is not something that would happen naturally. Like yeah. It kind of takes away for me the fantasy of you know this cool kind of like you know video game concept that I think they could have done a lot with. I think they should have made both seasons longer. Both seasons, both arcs are full arcs. twenty. Yeah, both arcs are full twenty-four episodes. Really, do out do the character development. Um, really flesh out the characters, flesh out the narrative. I think they could have done a lot. Yeah, that's my that's my final thought. <laughs> so I kind of want to change mine now. Um, so pretty much after after hearing what you're saying, you actually made a really good point just there. There was no like all of the characters were really one-dimensional, and this, this kind of goes back to what you said at the very beginning, but people were more in love, or at least I was. I was more in love with the idea than the actual execution. Yeah. Because when you say that, they, they could have done a lot more with it. And maybe they did more with the second or third season. If you guys think we should actually watch that, let us know. But at least this first one was extremely flat, and I'm not too sure what they can actually do to build on this yet because at the end they were saying how like MMORPGs or especially virtual reality ones were pretty much dead so I'm not too sure what they would even do in the second or third season yeah it'll probably focus around that you know remember he gave them that seed Mm -hmm. so they copied they basically made like an open source um like open to everyone everyone can use the source code to make all these different like mmos so they recreated alfheim and the final scene of the first season is them recreating the the castle from the first game sword art online so yeah and they're saying all these mmos are connected you could move your save character over but yeah i i also don't don't know how they're gonna progress yeah Mm -hmm. if anyone listening thinks like oh hey like you know i agreed with a lot of what you're saying these problems i i noticed too but it actually gets really good the second and third fourth fifth season uh, yeah let us know um that'd be interesting to see if they can kind of pull back from this yeah but yeah thanks guys for watching this is episode one so we'll probably be doing these more often but yeah let us know what you want us to talk about next time um, and we'll see you then yep see you then